What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hardly Working, the show about life, love, and labor hosted by the couple that works, plays, and stays together. I'm SP. And I'm Kelly. And today, we're in the new studio. We're in the new studio. Which is really nice. Thank God, because it is so hot in Los Angeles right now. So stinking hot. I read that it was the hottest month ever recorded since we started recording temperatures. You know, I knew that it was coming because it was quite a long winter. Like, it was really cold even in April, May. Yeah, So I knew it was going to be really hot, but I don't know that I expected it to be this hot. It's pretty hot. Um, so we're happy to be in here, the new studio with brand new air conditioning. So brand if you hear any baby. hum, you're just going to have to deal with it, I guess, because <laughs> we don't want to die. Um, crazy week here. In fact, it's so hot. We were at a baby shower for some friends. Some of our dearest friends. We love them so much. Our dearest friends. And it was outside and it was lovely. Our daughter was in the pool. And so, of course, we were outside yeah. the whole time. Had to be parents by the pool. Yeah. And I made a mistake. <laughs> uh, I wore, uh, let's see, uh, oh, it was like a monochrome outfit, khaki on top, khaki <laughs> pants on the bottom, and there's two colors that I try to stay away from on hot days, khaki and gray. Guys, I want you to know that he really tried hard. He was really picking out a good outfit because it's a baby shower, wanted to look nice. I really was trying. I mean, he bought some new stuff recently that looks really good. Trust me, I vetted it. Thank but you. he really <laughs> did pick out stuff, and if you don't know this about, about him, he, he's colorblind. So he can't always see the color. So he was really trying hard. And it, he looked really good. I, I was really proud of him. I thought I looked great. I loved it. Until, okay, so after, I don't know, 20 minutes in the sun, we're chit-chatting <laughs> with people we've never met. Their kids are in the pool. We're connecting. It's great. I'm like, does anyone want a water or a drink? I get up. I go get the drink. I pass, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 people on my way there. I joke around with some people. I'm doing my flirty thing. Come yeah. back with the drinks. And that's when Kelly tells me, look, if you're a dude, you're probably not going to know what this means. But if you're a lady, you will definitely know what this means. Essentially, I had bled through my pants. <laughs> but <laughs> not with blood, just no. sheer sweat. Yes. I had sweat down the back of these khaki pants. The reason I don't wear khaki and I don't wear gray is because when you sweat, those are the two most obvious colors. It was pretty bad, guys. I tried to be really discreet about it because I didn't want to embarrass him in front of our new friends, which making friends in your 30s is really hard. Let's talk about that later. But I really was trying hard, but it was it was pretty bad. It was bad. Bad enough that I had to leave and go home and change and then had to confess to everyone that we were with why I left and what happened. So he looked really cute when he came back, though. So, yeah, mm. in shorts, in a button down short sleeve shirt. It Summer was, short sleeve shirt. Yeah, it was much better. So all that to say, it's friggin' hot in Los Angeles. Oh, and it should be noted that that was the coolest day of that week. At oh, I what, know. I think a whopping 94, 96 degrees? Oh, yeah. It's the been coolest a, day. It's been like 104, 106, and we're not even the hottest part of the country. Unbearable. It's crazy. Anyway, that was a weird way to start off our week. But then we did something awesome. Mm-hmm. We got a text from our friends, and they were like, what are you doing on Wednesday? Do you want to come down to Pantages? That's a theater here in Los Angeles in Hollywood and see Beetlejuice with us. And we were like, yes, of course. Yeah, I had never seen Beetlejuice before, but I totally jumped on it. Let's be real. And then I watched the movie and thought to myself, and I'm sorry if I offend any Beetlejuice fans <laughs> out there. I was like, what the heck did I get myself into? Because it was a really, really weird movie. It's like, it's really Beetlejuice, 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 but it was weird. Whoa. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> it's, it was a movie of its time. Yeah, like Rocky Horror Picture Show, but I can get behind that. Like Rocky Horror Picture Show, I actually really enjoy that. Or Grease or any of the other musicals that you, are kind of older. Is that because you're a musical theater kid? Yeah, I guess I guess it isn't a musical, is it? It does have a, a song in it. Yeah, I guess I've been putting it in the context of like musicals, but I guess, it isn't, I guess it isn't a musical. No, what the version we saw on Wednesday was. Y- yes, at, at Pantages. But I think I just assumed that the movie was a musical one, and I'm just realizing now... That it's not. It does no. have some music in yeah, it. Yeah, had two pretty iconic musical scenes. Yeah. But not a musical. But a really weird movie. And I, I'm sorry. I, I don't think that I liked it. Okay. Save your I'm unpopular sorry, I think opinions I told, for later in the show. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, think I, I think I told them that I did like it, but I think I was just trying to be nice. I don't really think that I like it. But the, the movie. The, the movie. To clarify. Yeah. Sorry to all you Beetlejuice fans out there. I, I know. I and there's a weird. lot of them. If you're judging by the amount of people that were there dressed up in pinstripes. Which was really cool. Which was 
very interesting. It looked like a Robin Thicke concert in there. <laughs> Everybody just looked. You fit right in. I did, <laughs> and I do. Uh, yeah, so we went there with our friends and who invited us. They had tickets, and they offered, and it was very, very kind it of was. them. And I'm not a musical person. No. I know that's also not a popular thing to say, but I'm not a musical person. I'm a, I'm a music-type person. Yeah. Even that's a stretch, though. I mean, you kind of do it for a living at times. So it's true. Look, I ended and up you're in, musical. Yeah, it's true. I play a lot of instruments. I ended up in a movie theater when I was a child in this place called Big Bear or Bass Lake, something like that. It was a movie theater with no air conditioning, just <laughs> ceiling fans, to watch the two-and-a-half or three-hour-long Les Mis musical, which was so depressing yeah. and so much singing. Yeah. And I was like a young child, and it was horrible. So I'm not a musical person. This, a young child, I don't know, I was 12. I was like, young child. I, I think that came out when we were older, but big, that's okay. <laughs> I was four is how old I was. <laughs> I mean, Anne Hathaway was in it, so... Had to be older. Had to get Four, through Princess Diaries to get 14, there. Fourteen, something like yeah. that. Anyway, so we go see the musical. It is incredible. Awesome. awesome. It's so mind. good. The guy who I'm gonna pull it up because I I want to give him it's the credit. Justin. Oh yeah. At, uh, sorry, it's Justin. I, I want to tell if you. If you're listening to this podcast, you're incredible and amazing, and you absolutely stole that show and killed it. And we would go back to see it just for you. That's it. That's, That's my right. plug. So sorry, be it's friends, Justin. Justin Colette. He was Beetlejuice, yeah. and right out the gate, hilarious, oh incredible singer, did uh, a wonderful take on the character, as mm -hmm. well as the voice of the character, which is very iconic from the Michael Keaton version. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. 10 out of 10, would recommend he, the yeah. notes. He's playful. I mean, it was just, honestly, I didn't know what to expect after seeing the movie. Like I said, not a huge fan. Definitely was like, what the heck are we getting ourselves into? And was happily surprised by the musical and was quickly reminded why I love musical theater because it's just so fun. So fun. You can really get immersed in whatever you're watching. They did an incredible job. Both Beetlejuice and Lydia were just incredible. I mean, awesome. the whole cast the was whole great. The whole cast was great. But, but laugh out loud funny yeah. the entire time. I don't think I've heard you laugh out loud that much while watching a movie or a play or anything like that in, no. in a really long time. And I love laughing. I'm not a hard laugh. I don't take any pride yeah. in not laughing. It's just not always, it's not always there. This was there. Yeah, you really laughed a lot. So I was, much. And it made me happy. I was like smiling and laughing along too. And he had some really good, like timely jokes, I would say. Definitely timely, it, geographical. Um, yeah, it was really good. Maybe even some improv. Tough to know, but definitely a little crowd interaction. Yeah. I don't know how much was planned and how much was improv, but it was awesome. Yeah, it didn't matter. It was just great. It was great. 10 out of 10. It's at the Pantages for a little bit longer. Go see it. Or if it's in a theater near you. Check it out. It's definitely worth it. Yeah. Definitely worth it. I will say that it was kind of fun. It was a good reminder for us that we do enjoy getting out. I think the last thing we went and saw at Pantages was Hamilton, which I know you did for me because I absolutely love Hamilton. I love all good, musicals, musical theater. Um, but I think it made us realize that we wanted to go and watch some more. So we're going to be at all the next Pantages. So just kidding. We're not. But we are going to go and check them out because I, I think it's good. Important to get out, check new things out. So if Hopefully you have laugh. season tickets to Pantages, <laughs> this isn't a plug to get tickets. Write us at hardlyworkingfans <laughs> at we'll gmail. We'll go with you. We'll be there. You can we hear us laugh. There. Just kidding. We'll pay for Shake Shack right yep. down the street. That's what we'll do. All right. So we had uh, a fun week. I did want to hit on one last thing before we got into emails and okay. questions. I want to hear not about the Barbie movie. Everyone's already talked about Ugh, it. Amazing. Incredible. I want to hear about your experience at this VIP Barbie event. Well, my experience. Okay. Well, you know that I got invited to go to this Barbie via VIP Barbie party, we'll say. I'm doing air quotes for those that can't see this, but yeah, my friend Ashley May invited me to go. We were really excited about it. We actually went and saw the Barbie movie that morning together, um, together with my daughter as well, which was amazing. I, we won't spend a lot of time on it, but like just perfection. So great. Chef's kiss. Um, but we were going to go to a VIP Barbie party that we got invited to. We were so excited. We spent the week kind of picking out our pink outfits, wanted to make sure we were ready to go. Um, decided to head down to Hollywood to go to this thing. And we got there. Um, and mind you, we get there fashionably late. You know, we don't want to arrive just on time. We mm -hmm. have tickets. You know, it's going to be fun night. We're really excited. We get there. The line to get into this event is wrapped around the block. Like, down the street, 
down the next street and then going up the street after that, if that makes any sense. Right. With just a bunch of people dressed in pink, which was amazing. A bunch of Barbies and Kens all lined up to get into this party. So fun. But the line was so freaking long and it wasn't moving. The doors were closed. Nobody was getting in. We drove by, asked a couple questions. People were like, you can still get tickets. And I was like, I have tickets. I don't think I want to do this. So we didn't go. We genuinely didn't go. We changed our plans. It's more of a non-story. It was a non-story. <laughs> we did go to Beauty in Essex, though, and I do love me some Beauty in Essex, which is great. And then oh. we went to a bar called Yo Mama afterward. How dare you? Um, that was pretty fun, and there were lots of Barbies and Kens there, which I'm going to keep referring to them as that because they were all in pink. There was one person in a Ken wig that <laughs> looked exactly like him. It was really, really great, along with a very poor DJ in the corner that was playing loud, loud music. Sounds like DJs. But were they people who were going to the party who or were supposed to be going to this vip party that also did not go in and let me tell you they waited an hour and a half in line never got in that's so i'm not even sure if this party actually happened or if they just <laughs> hired security to stand outside to be like yeah yeah people are going in and valet to park did your you have car. to pay for it N no 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 thank goodness okay no no, no. i was like i'm ready for the docuseries no, but i was i was hulu later right i was really sad though to see all these random people just standing in their beautiful pink outfits heels dressed to the nines that literally stood in line for hours to not get into this par party to then go figure <laughs> out something else to do it must have been the saddest thing to look at all of these people decked out in pink sadly scrolling on their phones for like hours and 100 percent. the good only good news about it was when you went somewhere afterward you knew and you mm -hmm. could bond over the fact that y'all didn't make it into this vip party that was supposed to be on some rooftop i think it was something records i can't remember was we it going. next to beauty in essex yeah right across the street from it it's actually right next to pantages right down the street from there okay i have to tell a quick story then you've already heard this story but uh, so Beauty in Essex, really fun place that uh, our friends, I think Travis and Mandy took us there for mm -hmm. the first time. For my birthday. Mm -hmm. uh, so we show up there and I'm realizing like I've been in this area, which is weird because I don't eat down in Hollywood very much. And I was like, oh, I did a world premiere here, DJing and that kind of stuff for Ad Astra. At Beauty in Essex? It was at the storefront right next to it. <gasps> Oh, yes, yes. Which is like part... Like the highlight room or whatever. Yeah, I think it might change. Like, yeah, I think it's a restaurant it sometimes. That's what it was then, last week. <laughs> yeah. But I think even like different times of day, it's different things. It might be a nightclub at some point. It doesn't matter. But so it's for that movie Ad Astra, which is a Brad Pitt movie. And then I get a, a text or a call. I'm sure it was a text. And they were like, hey, you're not DJing it as an after party like normal. Brad Pitt decided that he just wants it to be a personal party with like... 50 or 100 of his closest friends or something like that. I don't think I have heard this story. Are you serious? That part of it, at least. I don't know. You did a private party for Brad Pitt? Yes. No which way. was terrifying because mm. that's not what I thought I was doing that day. But it turned out to be great. And uh, I, I did not meet him, but he was lovely as he interacted with everybody. There was a few other people like uh, Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith was there. Other stars who I can't remember, but it was a lot of fun. I did a little light Google search, found his favorite songs, worked them in. It was a good party. But every time I think of Beauty in Essex, that's what you think of. I think of that, and now I'll think of Sad Barbie. Oh, Sad Barbie! Hey, what's the one from the movie? Depression Barbie. Depression Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Not to ruin anything for anybody. I will say the good thing that came out of this for me is that Ashley May is um, an espresso martini drinker. And I, while I love coffee and I love martinis, have never had an espresso martini because I truly, I just thought it would taste like dirt. I'm not even kidding. I just really was like, those two things, I don't think they would go together. Yeah, that's how I felt if I've had like an Irish coffee before. I'm yes. like, two things I really like, and then you put them together but and I don't, good. yeah, they're not as good. But she got one. Mm -hmm. And COVID doesn't exist. Just kidding. Um, but I did take a sip of hers uh -huh. and it was absolutely delicious. You liked it. I really liked it. I almost took it from her, but I had my own. But that was like the positive thing that happened for me that night is that I got to hang out with my friend Ashley May, but also I got to try an espresso martini and I found out that I actually really do enjoy them. That's I it. would have never known because every time I see them on a menu, I'm like, nope, I don't that's want the, it. That's the key to life. Try new things. Try new things. Try it all. Try new things, kids. Try it all. We could babble on about our week forever. Is there anything else you want to hit before we go to emails and stories? Yes, and maybe we can put a picture in of it. I do want to talk about one more part of my week because I think it's been the most rewarding part of my week and also the most stressful part of my week that like I absolutely hated every second of it but secretly kind of loved it and the outcome was beautiful. So Kelly and I started therapy and... No, <laughs> that's not <laughs> that what not it, it is. <laughs> no, no. So I am 
an avid Lego builder. I love Legos. I love building Legos. I, honestly, I just love puzzles in general. Anything puzzle related, any games, any VR things, anything puzzle, escape rooms, it doesn't matter. I love puzzles. And Legos are basically just one big puzzle, right, that you're putting together. Absolutely. I love it so much. My loving husband loves me so much that he surprises me with Legos every now and then. It used to be a thing we did together. It did, but then, then I think... Then it got serious. Yeah, and honestly, I think he probably got annoyed because I am just so quick. I'm like, let me build my Lego. I just want to build it because I'm so excited about it. I just turned into the person who was handing you pieces. Yeah, that I mostly could find faster, which isn't a criticism on you. It's mostly on me for how much I burned through. I just burned through Legos. All right. So but he happened? surprised me with this beautiful Lego. It is so pretty. I hope we can show a picture of it. It's great. Yep. Um, it was beautiful. I was so excited to build it. And then I opened it up. I'm not kidding when I tell you, I mean, these pieces are just the smallest freaking pieces you've ever seen. It's not real Legos guys. He bought it from some website that does like off brand Legos, but it's, it's like its the own wish thing. of Legos really. Yeah. It's his own thing. Um, it is the tiniest build I've ever done. The it, tiniest build. It's like a quarter of the size of a normal Lego piece. It is so small and the directions weren't that great. If I'm being honest with you, it would give you like a whole page to be like, yeah, like build the whole base of this thing. And it's like 50 pieces, the tiniest pieces you've ever seen. But I finished it after a lot of crying and a lot of quitting, quitting. Cause I did leave it <laughs> and was like, I can't do this anymore. It is beautiful, and it was so fun to build. It has lights in it. It's like yeah. a little, uh, really cute, cute little house with this pink tree. It's that's an Asian like motif. Floating. Yeah, it's yeah, an Asian over, motif on the bottom. Over. It's water and sand with some fish. With some fish, and there's a dock, and then mm -hmm. there's two cascading waterfalls that land in the water. Yep. So those are what hold a piece, a large piece of like a yeah. land above it that has a really cool. I would say maybe a Japanese style, uh, like um, a building, like probably yeah. a home or something. And there's a big, um, what do they call those trees? Uh, cherry blossoms? Yeah, yeah. Kind yeah, of like, like a cherry, cherry blossom tree. It's beautiful. And they gave me lights to put in it. And so it lights up. I mean, it is gorgeous. It was a labor of love, though, because it was stinking hard. And my husband also bought me a new Harry Potter Lego set that I started building. And I... I am not lying to you when I tell you that these pieces are ginormous comparatively yeah. to my small ones. They're the, normal size. They're normal size. Yeah. They just look huge, huge because they're normal Legos and the other ones were really, really, really tiny. And I know that you think I'm crazy. They are so tiny, like so tiny. It I was can't nuts, even find anything that's like similar to it. But it was the coolest build yeah, you've ever far. done by far. Yeah, I awesome. mean, Harry, anything Harry Potter has been my favorite for sure. And we did build the whole castle at one point in time. Yeah. But this was really beautiful. It, it was, was really beautiful, cool. like a landscape that I really, really loved. It was very cool. And I'm glad we did it. I'm glad you followed through on Me it. Me too. We'll keep it up. We'll probably get some more bills. Yeah. We'll keep you updated on the Lego process. Yeah, It'll be a new show. Life, love, and Legos. and Legos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into some emails. As always, you know, you can email at us. Email it at us. Yeah. At hardlyworkingfans at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns, compliments. We'll take those. Anything. So let me get into a few questions today. Of Pantasia shows or any movies to watch, I'll take them. Okay, Anything. Sorry. Oh, yeah. And we're on the road a lot. We'll let you know when we're going to different cities. Tell us what to eat. What to eat. We're That's foodies. our biggest one. All right. Here's the first one. The okay. question is, what are common things that almost everybody has done except you? Now, I have a list of the top 10 responses. <laughs> But it, does anything come to mind for you? Wait, is it a list of, of things that are common that people have done? Or yeah. a list of, okay. Like things, experiences that we assume everyone's had, but we haven't had them. Or I mean, you wouldn't individually. That, wouldn't that be hard for someone to figure out? List of, say the question again. <laughs> uh, so what are common things that almost everybody has done except you? For instance, uh, remember we'd watch Catfish? Yep. And almost every time they're like, this is my first time on a plane. Yeah. And we're like, that's crazy. Everyone's been on a plane. Yeah. Stuff I, like that. Yeah. That was going to sound really pretentious. So I'm glad I didn't say that. But I was going to say it'd be easier to say <laughs> what's uncommon for other people that I've done. It's a fancy girl. Uh, it's not fancy. I just feel like I didn't have a normal. In some ways I had a normal upbringing, but. I didn't in some other way. Like the for, honestly, the first thing that came to mind was like casually date. Or online dating. Like, I've never done that. And I feel like that's a common thing that people would have done. I don't know why I jumped there. But yeah. for me, I was like, I've been on a plane. I've traveled, road trips. But a common thing people do is they date. They date, like, go on casual dates yeah. or online dating. Or they get set up like a blind date. Like, I've never had 
A blind date? Yeah. Is that on the list? Um, I'll look, but it's interesting because we haven't talked too much about that. Uh, were you ever on dating apps? No. You weren't either, right? No. I was never on dating apps, but I was in a relationship for a long time. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. Like since way before, yeah, yeah. before dating apps existed. Yeah, but I was never on dating apps, nor did I ever get set up on a blind date. But you had some casualish dates, but you weren't <laughs> raised in that type of casual date culture. Yeah, you you were courted. Oh. You know, that was the thing. Was like and you hung out with a bunch of friends. I know. Oh, I wish. I wish it was like that. It's not like Bridgerton at all. Um, you 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 hung out in groups and you went with hang for like friend hangs to see if maybe you guys liked each other. Very church very, approved. Very very Christian. Very church approved. Yes. Yeah. But no, so like casual dating would be like, oh, all of us went to like me and like twenty of my best friends went to get ice cream, and the one guy that I had a crush on was there. Like mm-hmm. that was a lot of accountability in a group that size. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Maybe not twenty, maybe like five, six, seven, something sure. like that. But yeah. still, it was always a group thing. There was no like casual. Right. You know, we're doing. I think I did it like once, but even that, it was like my mom's best friend's son. So there was so not some, a blind date. Not something. a blind date, but there was like you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do that either. Let me give you a few on the list here. First, um, tell me if you've done this. Okay. So to clarify, common things that almost everyone has done except you. Break a bone? Yes. I've broken a bone. Can you whistle? Yes. How about move out of your childhood home? Have you done that? <laughs> I don't know. Do I live with you now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I've moved out of my married. childhood home. And even if we weren't, that's still okay if you want to live with your person. Oh, yeah. Um, interesting, though, you your childhood house is still in your family. It is. My mom and dad bought my mom's parents' home. So your childhood home is, is your mom's childhood home. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. And she, and this is even crazier, sorry, mom, but she lives in the room that she grew up in. Like she shared that room with her really? two sisters. Yeah. I didn't know that. So she, her and my dad, I mean, they've obviously built, they bu- built it out. They have a walk-in closet now. Right, my dad's right. so handy, but that is the room. It was the largest room in the house. And so that's the room that they, the three sisters shared. Isn't that that's crazy. Nuts. And my room was my grandparents' bedroom, which I thought was even weirder when my parents told me, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah. That's odd. But all right. Kind of special. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I've lived, I moved everywhere. Yeah. All over the place. Um, next one, things that everyone's experienced, but possibly you haven't had a nosebleed. I've never had a nosebleed. For real? For real. I've never had a natural nosebleed. I don't understand how that works for people, how that happens. Literally, we were just talking about this because our friend Troy had a really bad nosebleed where he had to go to the ER. Yeah. And I was like, I've never had a nosebleed. I don't get it. And it was like gushing blood. I've never experienced that. You, however, get nosebleeds, I feel like. All the time, especially in the summer. It you depends. haven't had any this summer. No. Knock on wood. Uh, it happens right now. Yeah, seriously. Live on camera. Uh, I used to get nosebleeds a lot. That's true. When I go between a lot of different climates, I'll get nosebleeds. Yeah. Um, especially the dry, dry, yeah. dry, dry climates, which is out here, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that'll happen to me more, much more than... The normal person is that more common? Do people get nosebleeds? Often? It's on. The, it's one of the top ten. It's like number one, two, three, number four on common things that most people have that I've just people never, say they haven't. I've never had it. <laughs> I've just never I'm had the nosebleed. Lucky. I'm just kidding. I I'm sorry to everyone that has them. They don't seem fun. And they, I learned, I learned through Troy, I don't know why I need to ask him, but I learned that when you have a nosebleed, what we all want to do, I wouldn't know, but you're supposed to tip your head back. You're not supposed to do that. Don't do that. I don't know why. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe we'll bring Troy on, on as like a expert now yeah. that he's gone to the, I don't know. Okay, so I got a no, the worst news, nosebleed I had in terms of situation. I was doing a ton of events. Mm. I was in Los Angeles, and then I flew and did an event in Arizona, which is hot and oh. dry too, probably even drier. And then I flew to Hawaii like the next day, which is humid and hot. And I was out. It, I was DJing this party. Oh, I remember this. It was a cocktail party. And I was like DJing outside right on the water. It was awesome. I'm like 10 minutes into a four-hour set. And my nose just starts gushing blood. And I'm like, what do I do? I'm literally the only person in charge of music. There's no one that can take care of this. So I run over to the bar and I grab some cocktail napkins and I shove them so, like I rip them up, shove them so far up my nose (laughs) that hopefully no one can see it. Keep in mind, I'm on an elevated stage too. It's not like everyone's looking at me, but I'm on a stage, you know, kind of in the middle. And so they you can see up my nose more easily, but I jam those so far up there into my sinuses and I did 
all four hours with that jammed up my it's nose. It's crazy. It's one of my crowning achievements. <laughs> it's pretty great. But I've had many nosebleeds. This one I know neither of us have had this experience. Neither of us has ever watched a single episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, no. I've never watched Game of Thrones. Ever. I want to, I think. I really like Amelia Clark. It's what I'm learning. And so I have like this desire to want to watch her in this, but mm. I haven't pulled the trigger to actually start watching the show. I don't know. Maybe it's too late. Let us know. I don't, don't know, know. But I was really against it when everyone was watching. I don't know why. I just was like, I don't want to watch it. Well, when it was really big, we were both like working at churches. We didn't uh-huh. know each other. We hadn't met or anything. But uh, so this would have been probably, I don't know when it came out, 2010. I have no idea. 20, something 2012. Like that. Who knows? But like that was never going to happen for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Like Looking, I, yeah. Yeah. The nudity in it. Yeah. Yeah. All that so kind no, of stuff. So no, no at was, that time. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, next one, being in a romantic relationship. Obviously, we've done that. Check. Gone to prom. Now, I know we've both been to proms, but that was something that I thought of. That like I'm sure there's a large percentage of the population, oh. whether it's by choice or not by choice or you know, their school or religion doesn't allow things like dances or yeah. that kind of stuff. People, You're, you're not missing out. Any of you guys that didn't go to prom, I just need you to know. It feels like a big deal. It feels like a huge deal. I really can't tell you much about my prom, although my prom was on Universal Studios. Uh, like, well, you can, Wow, that's something. In Hollywood, like we had it on inside. At the theme park? Or At like the theme park. At the, the freaking theme park. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't go into the theme park. You were like oh, in a room. That's not cool. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it was like here's where your prom is. But I I, re- I remember the food. <laughs> that's that's like <laughs> being like, guys, prom's gonna be awesome this year for you. It's at Disneyland in Goofy Three. It's in the parking structure, but it's still it's technically still Disney. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, we were inside, so it was kind of cool. And it was in like a restaurant thing. I don't even know if it exists anymore. They might have like remade it into something different. I'm oh. not sure, but it was cool. Um. But I don't think you're missing out on anything. And I think I can say that with confidence because we just were on a, a, pr- a yacht prom. Yacht, a yacht prom. prom. Yacht prom. Yacht prom. Yacht prom. Wow. We're, that was pretty we're good, pretty guys. Good. You're welcome. We're pretty great. Um, but yeah, we just did a yacht prom. And I was like, wow. Yacht prom. Sorry. After you. But I was like, wow. I don't know that they're having fun. I mean, I think they are to an extent, but I was like, the music was, maybe I'm just old. I was like, the music was really loud. Yeah, everyone ended up on the top deck where we were yeah. rather than the middle deck. In the coolness of the sea, air, I don't know, ocean yeah, breeze. That was a weird one because we got on the boat for Yacht Prom. Yacht Prom. <laughs> it's going to be what it is now. <laughs> and we were like setting up. We were doing a photo activation on the top of this yacht. And I was looking around and I was like, when do the adults get here? Like, when do the responsible chaperone type people get here? I think they're only like five or six. Well, I realize it was us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we I were mean, the adults. Yeah. I've never, you know, wanted to be in high school again or confused myself to be that <laughs> young. But I've never been like, oh, we're the ones kind of in charge. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It was odd. Oh, hit that. Sorry. That's what she said. It's kind of weird. All right, let me uh, burn through these last three okay. just because I want to finish this list. Uh, people, something that everything people... You know what I mean. Roll their R's. <laughs> Got it. Check. Use DoorDash. All the time. Actually, DoorDash misses us at this point, but yes. <laughs> well, we're on the road so much. We are happy Dash Pass members. Yeah, we are. Use the code hardly working for 10% off your first order. Just kidding. Not a sponsor. And the last one, not a sponsor, is got on a plane. Oh, we my talked about earlier. We've been on a lot of planes. I've been on lots of planes. All Let right. me tell you, you're not, I mean... You're not missing out. It's fun, but it's not. It's cool until you do it 50 times in a month and you're like. Yeah, you learn quickly that how old you are once you get on a plane or rather get off a plane when you have to sit for that long. Especially if you're going to like anywhere outside of the United States, you learn very quickly that you're old. Yeah. Even even at 30. I'm older than that. Yeah, that's okay. Too old. You got more for me? I do have more for you. Okay, the next one needs a little bit of context. Okay, I'm um, ready. Here's the question. Mm-hmm. The question is, would you say it's weird that my wife and I sleep in separate rooms? Here's the context. Yes. <laughs> Moving on to question three. <laughs> here's the context. It says this. I work early and long hours and need rest. We have three small kids, five total. So I guess that means three small and two grown. Who knows? Yeah, Okay. My wife's a homemaker. She sleeps more during the day when she has uh, when she has chances. I can't afford to have my rest disturbed, but it's no big deal. <laughs> For those curious, my wife and I smash almost every day. <laughs> so now the question with that context, I didn't write it. Uh, would you say it's weird 
that these people don't sleep in the same room? I think it's an interesting question, and I think there's different ways to answer it. For me, I think that's weird. If you told me that you wanted to sleep in another room, I'd be like, no. Actually, <laughs> I would ask you why, and we'd talk about it. The truth is, and we talk about this a lot, is that everything is preference. You say, like, is it just your preference, or or does it really hold weight in your life? Like, it it doesn't matter to me if someone wants to, unless it's you and me, it doesn't matter to me if someone else wants to sleep in a different room. What? Like if this couple, it it doesn't matter. It's not my preference. My answer is no, I don't. I think it's weird because I wouldn't want that in my own life. But I, I, the question really is, is like the wife okay with it? And does she feel good with it? Yeah. I think we, you and I are kind of like to each their own, do whatever you want. Who cares? But putting in the context of us and also I just hear it in my head, like what people are thinking. Some people have a partner that snores like crazy. Yeah. And they can't. Like, they just can't sleep in the same place. I, okay. (laughs) I would like my own room. That's what this whole podcast is about, actually. (laughs) There is no. Okay. Well. It's not my preference. Barring that. Mm -hmm. But some people have that. Some people, I don't know, maybe they have space issues. Or maybe it's so hot, you know, that they, they get uncomfortable. So, yeah, I think, I don't know. I mean, it was a a really common thing. What? I was gonna say back in the old days, but he, but way before, like, doesn't your didn't your your grandma and grandpa have two different rooms? Did they sleep in two different beds? Yeah, they did and do, but I don't know well, if your grandpa's dead he's now. Dead. But, um, God but rest yeah, his soul. I think it was a more normal thing, and d- obviously, I I'm a Bridgerton fan, so it was very normal oh. to have two different rooms. <laughs> Back that then. should be exciting for you then. Yeah, it's look at you it's corset. Not. I'm a very needy person. I'll wear a wig. No, I'm very needy, and I like I like my space to be filled with people that I love, which is you in Brooklyn most of the time. True, a few others, but mostly you guys. And I don't like being separated from you. And you're on the road so much mm-hmm. that I don't. I, when you're home, I'm like, yes, he's home. Finally, my heating pad. <laughs> not in the summer, but during the winter, always. Um, We're very schnuggly people, so it makes I sense. That, I think he made that word up. Schnuggly. <laughs> schnuggly. No, it's look it up. It's in the. It's, uh, <laughs> I think it's Latin. Okay. Um, yeah, we're but that's we're, that's kind of who we are. Who we that are, makes yeah. sense, and I think that's what would be considered normal for most people currently. But if you have opposing schedules, they didn't mention it in the email. Yeah. But if they like one works nights and one works days, I guess then you wouldn't need a separate room. Who knows? I think there's definitely reasons for it. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, like I said, I keep going back to like, are they both okay with it? Consent feels like a funny word to say, but like, are they both cool with it? If they're smashing every day and that's important to them. But sleeping in the in the same bed isn't important. Then, like, I guess it's just whatever, wherever their priorities yeah. land. And you know what? As long as they're happy, healthy, and good, honestly, it doesn't affect me. So I have no preference for it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But and clearly, I think it's weird. Personally, yeah. I think it's weird. But you teach do. their own. Yeah, and clearly, these people live in 2004 because that's the last time I heard someone refer to sex as smashing. Smash. Yeah. No, that's not the last time I heard. <laughs> not it. the last time. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but not from us. <laughs> Shout out to Randroid. Okay. <laughs> so this one was interesting and uh, a little bit deeper okay. than the first two. It's our last question I'm here. Uh, here. Here it is. It says, I'm in my 30s, and mm-hmm. frankly, I'm bored almost 24-7. I've tried some stuff to make life more interesting. Getting a new job, trying a new sport, reading new books, listening to new music, tried new hobbies, traveling, etc. Nothing captures my interest for more than a minute or a few minutes. When I have free time away from responsibilities, I mostly just do nothing other than watch TV and I don't enjoy it. It just helps pass the time a little. I didn't write this email. (laughs) How did you know that that's what I was thinking? (laughs) Is there a point in adult life where boredom is all you can expect from now on? That's the question. Is uh, the question really is, is it normal to be bored the majority of the time? In this context, as an adult, but really in any context. You want me to jump in on this? Because you already know that I. it seems like I wrote this. It does seem like you wrote, wrote this. Um, go ahead. I have some thoughts, but I'll let you go. Okay, I did not write this. But one of the reasons I picked this email is because it does connect with me a lot. Yeah. So I, I struggled to find new hobbies. Mm-hmm. And every hobby that I've had, I've found a way to monetize it and turn it into... Mm-hmm. Something that I get paid to do, which has been very beneficial in my life. But once something becomes work, it's just that. It's just work from now on. Um, There's some fun, but mostly it's work. It's no longer a hobby. And so I don't have any hobbies. And seriously, to the extent where Kelly bought me 
a, like 360 <laughs> hobbies. And he still hasn't tried any of them. Well, it's because most of them were fishing. The first one was I fishing. Thought it was gonna be, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a list of stuff. It's like a narrative. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. I the, didn't read it first. The person the is just like, have you tried fishing? I was if just trying to be helpful. If you don't like fishing, try fishing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I, I connect with that a lot, too. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's definitely an existential part of it yeah. where it's like, what are we doing? Like, are we just killing time? Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to watch a TV show because I always feel like I'm supposed to be working. So I really connected with this. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I don't know that you gave any thoughts other than you connected with it. Well, but I'll give you my thoughts. So, Well, if the question is, is that normal? For me, it's normal. Is that what life's all about? No, I don't think so. But I don't know how to fix it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's about fixing it. It's interesting because the first thing I thought of was uh, was Brooklyn, our daughter, always being like, I'm bored within like five seconds of any car ride if we don't bring a switch or an iPad or, yeah. you know, she's in a room by herself and she's like, I'm bored, like yeah. every second. I think that there is stuff to do all around you. Um, I think it's about finding the things that bring you joy and continuing to pursue things that are like that. It obviously sounds like this person in particular has tried quite a few different things and yeah. hasn't quite figured it out yet. Um, maybe see a but, therapist. Yeah. But then, then I would start to ask myself like, uh, but are you really leaving yourself open to these experiences to try to find joy or to try to find excitement? Right. Um, or are you just like, everything's boring. It's going to be boring. It's always boring. Or is there, is that your barrier to entry where every it's boring. And so you stop pushing forward to see if you actually like it or if it's good. Hmm. Listen, I do think the aspects of life are boring. And yeah. I think especially as you get older and you like, not that we ever really figure out life, but you figure out like what you like and what you enjoy. I think things can become boring. I think that's just a part of life. I think it's about trying new things that scare you or that maybe you would never do that kind of can com like compete with that boredom and kind of combat it to make it life less boring. I, I, I think it's normal for things to become boring. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I also think it's your outlook. I think it depends on the way, like how you choose to view life and how you choose to view every opportunity that comes at you. Like, are you going to say like, I'm going to monetize this. And so now it's not boring. It's just not as fun, you know, or are you just going to choose to say, you know, nothing can excite me anymore. So I'm just it, that the feeling I have is, is bored. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. That's a lot of words. It's good. You're a very smart lady. I think boredom, uh, for me, boredom is like a lack of joy, you know? Yeah. It, it's hard to be bored if you're experiencing joy. Yeah. So trying to find, go out there and find something that gives you that joy, which they've listed a bunch of stuff they've tried. Um, for me, it's a pro and a con, but the best thing that I found is to start a project. Yeah. You know, something that you can invest your time, effort, and energy into that you can see progress on. Uh, mm -hmm. Not necessarily like finished, but like yeah, just pieces. So you can be, you can look back and be like, I did something, I accomplished something. I feel better because I did it. I like to build stuff, and I'm not a very yeah. like handy person. But I think you are. Thank you. Yeah. But I mean, I don't have a toolbox. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I they have <laughs> a tool drawer. It's yeah. true. I have a tool Trader Joe's bag. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, like I built a shed for our our patio a couple months back. Yeah. And there was something about doing that which felt good to accomplish and to look back and be like. I did that, and there it is. And my life is better because of it. Yeah, and it's funny. As you're talking, my brain is going, well, yeah, that makes sense because that's your Enneagram. And I know not many yeah. people know about Enneagram. Well, if you know about Enneagrams, you know about Enneagrams. Check it out. It's really cool. Mm. It's a personality. It's like the oldest personality test you can take that really helps to just not put you in a box but help you understand more of who you are. Yeah. So if we're just being transparent, you're three, and that is the achiever. So everything you just mentioned when you're right. bored, it's do something, build something, achieve something. Yeah. Like True. finish something where for me, I'm a two, I'm a helper. I like to help people. And so if I'm bored, I think my tendency is like, how can I help you? Which works really well in our relationship because when he's feeling a certain way, I'm like, how can I help you? Yeah. And he always helps me to accomplish the things that I want to, the tasks I want to complete, which is great. But uh, it's interesting. Um, I wonder if your not being bored is tied to you actually being able to accomplish stuff. And if you get bored when you're like, there's nothing to accomplish here. That's you know. true. But it's weird because in relationships, I'm not like that. Yeah, but there's nothing, there's nothing to, there's no like finish line other than dying in relationships. That's true. But I think the type of ours. person that gets that type of bored probably does get bored with the relationship that they're in. Yeah, I guess. D did he say that he started new relationships or I she? I don't think so. I don't know if it's he or she. I'm remember. assuming it's a boy. Me too. 
I don't think they talked about relationships. And it's not easy just to be like, I'm going to start a new relationship because yeah, yeah. I'm bored. bored. Yeah. Well, hopefully that solved the problem for you. Yeah. We gave you all the answers we have. No, but I will say this. I do think that boredom is a part of life. Yes. And I think when you talk about boredom, I think I think about it as like comfort zones. And if you're bored, you're probably too comfortable. And yeah. you should probably try different things. And I don't remember all of the things that you mentioned that this person was trying. But I would say that it sounds like those are the normal things that society tells you to try. And maybe you should try something different. Maybe something that excites you. Right. That may be weird and outlandish and crazy to other people. But if it excites you, you should aim for it or try. Yeah. You know, because not everything in life is in a box. Not everything fits everybody. And not everything is exciting. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. And like you said, boredom's a part of life for mm -hmm. sure. I think that's as I've learned to just kind of try to be still and mm -hmm. even in meditation and that kind of stuff. I realized but this is 2020 and it's old news for you, but uh, the story rather is 2020 that I realized that if I was in a room and I wasn't looking at my phone and there wasn't a TV on, I was uncomfortable. Yep. And I was like, that, that's a huge problem mm -hmm. because you are with you're stuck with you. Yeah. You're, there's no other person you're with more than you. That's true. So if you can't be comfortable being alone and by yourself, you really do have a problem. Yeah. At least that was the truth for me. Mm -hmm. And I started trying to view my mind or heart or soul or whatever you want to call it, but just my internal being as like my personal living room, like in your house or your apartment, wherever you live, you want that space that you live in to be cozy and comfortable and welcoming yeah. and yours. And so I started to try to start seeing my inner being as that. Mm -hmm. How can I invest time, effort, and energy into that quiet space so that it is my most comfortable place? Yeah. And some days it's really good, and some, some days I can't even get there. Mm -hmm. I can't even figure that out. I just want to do anything else. But uh, that might be something you might want to try, is honestly learning how to... Just be still and be silent and, and meditate. There's tons of great resources for that stuff. But maybe that might help too. Yeah. Cool. Let's move on to some unpopular opinions. Unpopular opinions. <laughs> I've got some unpopular opinions here that I want to read to you. You Ooh. give me your take on this. Okay. This Initial is unpopular opinions. First, the honeymoon phase only ends in toxic relationships. What do you think? Ooh. I would agree. Really? Yeah. I, I think the honeymoon phase is is made up just for the record because honeymoon phase, everyone's like, Hey, you're like, you're like so in love and you look at each other that way. I, I think it's made up. I think, I don't think it exists to be completely honest. And I know that's a hot take. That's my own personal hot take. And I know that, but I would agree with that. I, I think that as, as weird as this is to say, I, I think that you and I are still in a honeymoon phase. I think there's comfortability that we have, but like, we don't hate each other. We love each other very much. And we still care about each other the same way we did when we first started dating. I don't think that's, I mean, it's changed and evolved with who we are and what we've learned about each other. Right. But I, I think when people normally talk about the honeymoon phase, they're like, Oh, the honeymoon phase has ended because now you guys are fighting all the time. Are you like his, their annoying tick or whatever is like bugging the crap out of you. Like I, think that that probably means you have a deeper issue and you need to work through it. But I, I, I think the honeymoon phase is made up and if it is real, it's love. If that's what we're referring to. And I don't think it ends in normal relationships. I know that's my own personal hot take. I get it, but that's, <laughs> I think it's made up. Truly. That's, that's Kelly's unpopular. Oh, opinion. Unpopular opinion. Yeah. Um, I don't agree that the honeymoon phase isn't real. I disagree. It's your unpopular opinion. <laughs> But because I see it, I see it in a lot of people who haven't gotten to conflict yet, especially with the way we were raised. A lot of people got married very young, including myself yeah. before you and I got married. And when you're living life as a teenager, early 20s person, yeah. you don't realize the truth that is you haven't had enough life experience to really even know parts of yourself, not to mention how parts of yourself interact with another person in a similar 
life cir- situation or circumstance. And so I think when I think of the honeymoon phase, I've seen a lot of people, quote unquote, leave the honeymoon phase when something gets real, when finances are hard. Yeah. That's a huge one for most people. When uh, there's a loss of a loved one, maybe a grandparent, parent, even a pet dies. Yeah. And you start to see some, maybe you see someone in a different uh way or maybe you realize that when you were hurting that person wasn't there the way that you hoped they would be so i could see what are you thinking go ahead i'll hold it so i think that there are a lot of it's more of a wake-up call than it is it's it's a shattering of the reality that you thought you had which was it's going to be like this forever yeah i hear that i would then challenge and say is that like are, are you saying that the honeymoon phase like, how would you define that? Is that something that two people in love have or two people in like have? Because I would say that what you're describing is infatuation. And once that crush and that in- initial infatuation Whoa. goes away, you're like, I'm done. I'm out of here. So was it ever the honeymoon phase? Because isn't the honeymoon phase technically people that are in love with each other? Like, that's where the whole thing came from. You went on your honeymoon and that's all you can see. And it's perfect and great. I think we live in a society that is like, what's now? Like, we have online dating, we have TikTok, Instagram, all of these digital resources that allow us to have the next best thing. You can always find what you're looking for. Feet Finder, it's a real thing. Like, <laughs> you can go and find your next your next thing. It, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> you don't have to take that much time to really get to know people. And people tend, well, at least in our community that we grew up in, people tend to got, get married really, really early. Yeah. You know, they would date for maybe a couple of months and then they would be engaged for maybe a couple of months. A long six months was a long time to be engaged, not a short time. Like, so is it love or is it infatuation? And if it's infatuation, can it be the honeymoon phase? I think I when you use the word infatuation, I was like, wow, that's really a great way to put it. And to add more context to what you're saying, mm-hmm. the culture we all grew up in, even the, you and I grew up, we didn't know each other growing up, but we grew up in similar church culture. Yeah. And I think a big part of that stuff too in that culture is you you can't you're not supposed to have any type of sex or or what would be called inappropriate touching before marriage yeah. before you get married. And so I think that's a recipe for people to get infatuated and obsessed with the idea of, well, if I get married, then I can, then I finally have this taboo thing that I've been waiting so long for or whatever. It and is. it's so toxic because I think specifically in that culture you're referring to it becomes the only thing that matters. Right. And I think people care less about, oh, do I actually like this person or do we know how to work through problems? Because the biggest thing is this carrot that's kind of been dangled. of like, well, once you get married, then you can have sex. Then right. you can do sexual things, but you can't do before that because you're a bad person. Yeah, You're fill in the blank here with what you want to call that person. Right. But it's a bad word, <laughs> whatever it is. Bad. Yeah. Um, I like the way you talked about it with a, fa- a infatuation or yeah. obsession. Yeah. And any feeling wears off, good, bad, or the other. Otherwise, it, it starts to diminish at some point. So yeah. you think the honeymoon phase isn't real? I do not think it's real, yes. <laughs> I do not. Um, I, do, I do think it's real. In light of the unpopular opinion that it only ends in toxic relationships, I don't think it only ends, in my perspective, I do think it's real. Um, I don't think it only ends in toxic relationships. I think every relationships are ebbs and flows of things. I think a lot of relationships that think that they're in the honeymoon phase and then it they realize that it's maybe not healthy or what this they would call toxic. Yeah. I don't think a lot of those people probably don't ever get back to the honeymoon phase, so to speak, or whatever yeah. it's called. That I, let's call it that point of loving connection. Sure. Intimate loving connection. Is that the honeymoon phase or is that after the honeymoon phase? I would call it the honeymoon phase. Okay. Then we're still in it. And that's the thing though is like uh, I agree with that because we know how to come back together. Yeah, but that's why I think it doesn't exist because I I think that the honeymoon phase is always painted as something that's like butterflies and rainbows and like that's all that it is. We're happy all the time. Like I don't think that that's real because I think if you're happy all the time, someone's lying. You're either lying to yourself or you're lying to each other. And I think in any real relationship that you are like in love and working and trying on it, like on that relationship, yeah. trying that, that doesn't make sense, but working on that relationship right. and trying to make it work. And finding joy, I think that's just a loving relationship. I think that that truly means that you're in love. I wouldn't say that that's a honeymoon phase because that's like exciting. That's that's what people refer to when you first start dating someone, which makes yeah. no sense that you would refer to the honeymoon phase when you first start dating because you're not married. So what is the honeymoon <laughs> phase? Also, I don't, don't think it's real, but I do think there's an excitement. There's butterflies that you get. Yes, all of those things. But I think 
honestly, I think ugh, this is another unpopular opinion, and I know that, but I think most relationships are toxic because I don't think people know how to talk to each other or how to that. deal with their own problems. Yeah, I'm not sure that most relationships are toxic. I feel like I'm digging myself a hole. <laughs> An unpopular hole. <laughs> I don't think that most relationships are inherently toxic, but I, I do agree. I agree that many people don't know how to handle the toxic parts of their nature because mm-hmm. we all have things that we 100%. wish we were had uh, was different or we didn't oh do. Yeah. And then when you add another person into that toxicity, and you don't know how to navigate that, or the other person doesn't, or both of you, whatever or you're not it is. willing. Yeah, or you're not willing. You, um, there's no shortage of self-deception in the world. Like you might not think it's really that big of a deal. Whatever it is, yeah. I think it's more of that. Is that people haven't been taught how to handle things when they get hard with other people. And I think that is that idea of ending the honeymoon phase is because at the beginning, it's all puppy dogs and ice cream and, and rainbows, rainbows and all, the, yeah. all that stuff until you get into some type of conflict that you weren't prepared to have because they don't teach it to you in school or in church or Definitely some not people church. at home, anywhere like that. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Let's move on. We got two more unpopular opinions. All right. And we got to get out of here. Hand it to me. I'm ready. Next one. Okay. Retail food, customer service workers. <laughs> so people. You picked this one on purpose. Yes. Okay. The unpopular opinion. Retail workers, fast food workers, and customer service workers should be allowed to cuss out one person per shift, peren, within reason. No. Which I thought was amazing. I didn't write this, but someone was like, let's not get crazy. No. Within reason. You don't think so? No. And I worked in customer service for a very long time. Okay, well, since you got to give your whole opinion there, let me tell you why I think okay. they should. Okay. Because I'm so over this, the customer is always right mentality. Yeah. Because they're not. And oftentimes, they're wrong. And I, d- I don't like the idea that they have that the customer has so much power over uh, someone who's working in a job in that position. I hear that. Do I think they should cuss them out? No. But do I think some people need a little of that in their yes. life to get straightened out? I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. So I think yes. I think Karens exist. It's real. And sorry totally. to everybody that's n- like naturally named Karen. I'm We're so sorry. We're not talking about you. But it is, you know, I worked in fast food for a really long time, 10 years, 10 years in management. Um, and I... Hear me when I say that I don't think the customer is always right because they're not. They're not always right. They are, they can be very mean. They can be very entitled, especially during COVID. Something happened during those COVID years yep. where people were like, I really deserve the whole entire world. Listen, you're not always right and you're not always kind and you should be a little bit nicer to the people that are helping you because you don't know what they can do. Okay. Now, I never did anything to anybody's <laughs> food. I swear. Nothing. That's a good point. But here's what I'll say. Two, right, two wrongs don't make a right. It doesn't work. And this is what I used to tell my people all the time that I oversaw is that if a customer is yelling at someone that's working in retail, it doesn't matter if it's a retail store, a fast food restaurant, who cares? It doesn't matter. Server, waitress, doesn't matter. If the customer is yelling at someone, everyone around will be like, this person is crazy and this person is wrong. The moment, the moment that you, as the person working that's getting paid to do a job, decides I'm going to like take this, make this bigger than the place I'm going to make it about me and starts coming back at that person. That person is automatically wrong. It doesn't matter. Every customer will go against that one team member that is yelling at the customer because in our society, it's just wrong. Hmm. Do I think that it's appropriate for Karens of the world and whatever the name we have for guys, because there is no name for that. There is. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but um, Karens of the. I don't think that that's fair for Karens to do that, and I do think that there should be repercussions for them because some people go off and like hit people and like wait around for them outside. And let me tell you, that's scary, y'all. Like, I didn't. I don't get paid minimum wage, or (laughs) these people don't get paid minimum wage to like sit around and wait for someone to yell at them or throw ice cream in their face or cuss them out or worse, which has happened. I've literally seen it start like referring to their their sex or their ethnicity or any of that stuff in a derogatory way like it's just not appropriate we can all agree on that however i still think that you're being paid to do a job and if you have decided that you want to work in retail or in in fast food or food service whatever then you know kind of what you're getting into and you have an understanding that like your job is to serve them because you don't represent yourself you represent someone else and if you want to cuss them out, that's totally fine. Just be aware that you're probably not going to have a job. But I don't, I, I personally, 
just don't think that's okay. But I also grew up in like with my dad is very hard worker. You know, they were both managers at, at McDonald's when they were younger. Like the customer isn't always right, but you you're there to serve them. That's the job you picked. If you want a job where you can cuss people out, go work in Wall Street or something else where you can actually do that. I mean, <laughs> it, and it's an unpopular opinion, I know, but I worked in it for so long. Now, were there times that I wanted to maybe yell at somebody or cuss at them? 100%. And did I have my ways of getting around it where I was still able to get like myself across? I was still able to put them down in a way and tell them that they were wrong in a way that was appropriate. Yes, I was. And did I teach my team members how to do that? 100%. And did they do it? Yeah, they did. Dang. Disagree though. I disagree. I think there are other ways. I think it's better to embarrass them than it is to cuss them out. <laughs> I mean Psychological it. Psychological torture. I mean it though. I know because we feel similarly about this. Yeah. Listen, can I just say this though? You did teach me this and I used it a lot and I taught my team members how to say this a lot of the time, but it was a big thing. Does it help me understand how you think this is appropriate to talk to me this way right now. Yep. Help me understand. One. Dot, dot, dot. Help me or understand whatever it is. you have to know. Or you, you have to know it's inappropriate for you to be doing this right now. I don't know that. Well, then you can leave. Yeah. The police are on their way. Yep. Just kidding. Yeah. All right. We did have some crazy, crazy times. So we can get into that another, another day. But it's a different episode. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a, a different, different episode. One. But I don't think it's appropriate for All you right. to cuss out somebody. I'm sorry. Last one. Unpopular opinion. BLTs should have hard-boiled eggs on them. Hell no. Oh. Oh, we agree on this. Yeah. I don't think so either. A bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich is perfect just the way that it is. You don't eat anything else. I well, disagree with ham. that, too. Or chicken. Because a BLT is not a I full like sandwich. BLTs. It's not a sandwich. Bacon is, is an ingredient. It's a protein. It's not. It's a no. bad protein. It's a good protein. It tastes good, but it's bad for you. Yeah, but it's not a meal. It you is. Ever, you ever just eat bacon? That's a terrible question. I was like, yes. Of course. No, okay. Have you but met Do you put bacon on your cheeseburgers? Yeah. Yeah, because it goes on cheeseburgers as an ingredient. Do you put a bacon with your eggs and, and potatoes in the morning? Yeah. Yes, because it's a part of something. It's not the main thing. It's not a beef patty. It's not a chicken But thigh. it depends on how much bacon you're putting on it, because BLTs normally have quite a bit of bacon on there. Also, tomatoes are garbage. So two, oh, a third of that is already gross. I halfway agree with you there. But you do like my salsa that I make. I agree. Salsa is different. My pico de gallo. Oh, it sounds so fancy. I try. Okay, that's like saying I like ketchup, so I should like tomatoes. No. It's different. No. Yes. No. Okay. Ketchup is like a bunch of sugar and all the things added in there. When I make my pico de gallo. What else is added in there? Right? In tomatoes, tomatoes, onions, cilantro. That's what I'm saying. Some salt and pepper. Yeah, yeah. It, but it's not. It's all I'm together. Not putting sugar on my tomatoes. It's not you don't ketchup. Need sugar. It's not. Ke it's different. I know. What I'm saying. I is also put tom tomatoes in our, in our pasta sometimes. I understand. And you like that? I hear you. This is still my problem, though. Bacon should not be the star of that. Neither should tomato. But it is a star. It's not. It's not a sandwich. Okay. If you okay, bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwich. Yeah. If you put a beef patty in it, it's a burger. Yeah. If you have a burger with meat, bacon, lettuce, and tomato, and you take out the beef patty, you have nothing. You have a BLT. Garbage. <laughs> garbage sandwich. Well, it's different. You can think that it's garbage. That's totally fine. And I think this is an unfair question because you don't like hard-boiled eggs anyway. It's true. It's like not something that you like. I do. So, but I think it's that'd be just a really weird thing. But now you're mixing like an egg salad sandwich with a BLT, oh. and that seems weird. Oh. I mind you, they're not talking about egg salad, and I know. Oh. That is mayonnaise, your favorite. Just kidding, you hate mayonnaise. And mustard in there, and I get that, but that's kind of what it, it feels like they're trying to smash two sandwiches together, which doesn't make sense in my mind. It's gross. Um, but we can agree that hard-boiled eggs will not make that better. No. No, they would 100% make it worse. Having them on the side might be okay. No. You know what would make it better? A beef All beef patty. patty. Yep. Make it into a burger? Yes. Oh my that's gosh. what I want. That's what I want. I think it's a good sandwich, but don't add the hard-boiled eggs to it. Gross. I want to know, does anybody add hard-boiled eggs to their BLT? Is that like a thing? This person did. It's their unpopular opinion, and they're right. It's freaking unpopular. Yeah, because it's garbage, like you Gross. said. You can share that with all of your no friends. <laughs> no friends. Um, that was. Those are good. Those are good unpopular opinions. Thank you. And if you have an unpopular opinion or an email, question, comments, concerns, anything, send it over to us at hardlyworkingfans at gmail.com, and maybe you We'll have your unpopular opinion. Shared here. On the show. Can I ask you a question? Sure. What are you looking forward to this week? 
it's a big week for us. Well, for me. It's a big week for you. That's right. And I respect the lead-in to get to talk about what you're excited about. But I want to know what you're excited about first. I am excited about seeing my wife happy. You're so kind. In bliss. He is a real-life Alan, for those of you that have seen Barbie. Like, he is an Alan. Everyone's talking about their Kens. My Ken is, my Ken is lawn, whatever, whatever that is. I have an Alan, and I love it. And I'm he an does, Alan. too. I am an Alan. I'm an ally. Yeah. And I'm an Alan. But as an Alan, that means I also get roped into concerts that I don't want to go to. What are you excited about? <gasps> Thank you for asking, SP. I'm so happy that you did. This is the week that we get to see Taylor Swift. I have been waiting for this day for months, months, and I'm so excited. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so It's going to be so much fun. Much time. It's going to be so much fun. So much, so much fun. My parents are going. My dad is like a huge Taylor Swift fan. He took me to see Speak Now to her way back in the day, and he absolutely fell in love with her. So now my mom gets to enjoy it. So it's the two of us, my best friend, Simon, and my friend Jansen. And my husband. And I'm, I couldn't be more excited. I almost had the opportunity to go see her twice. And that second opportunity fell through, which was such a bummer. But I'm just happy I could just see her once for this tour. You were going to have a great time. I'm going to have a blast. Taking you to the Jonas Brothers a few years ago is oh, any indication. Really this is going to be a great night for you. Yeah. I'm really now, excited. Will I end up going? Will I give my ticket to someone else? Will I enjoy standing in line at the concession stand? And the merch stand while you <laughs> enjoy your show. We'll find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> On the Hardly Working Podcast. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.